Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by one half of the Thinker Girls. <laughs> it sounds depressing because it's like something happened to Christy. Nah, nothing happened. It is our summer sessions uh, this week where we do a bit of a catch up uh, of the year. And I basically pick and choose my favorite gems to share with you as you sit back and have a pina colada. Now, I pretend that I don't like pina coladas because I feel like they're the tacky uh, stereotype drink, but it's coconut. And pineapple. It's like the freaking best. Um, So I hope going into the new year, you're excited. You're pumped. I know a lot of people roll their eyes about New Year's Eve, but I think it's a really good time to checkmate yourself. Like have a bit of a moment where you're like, what did I do this year? And and what is something you want to learn this year? For me, at the beginning of this year, it was patience. And boy, jeebus, did I learn it. And I was rewarded for it, like, and in so, so many different ways. We're so, so pumped about 2016, as you you would already know if you listen to the show. Um, so it is myself, Stacey June and Christy Mercer that do this show every week. We are the Thinker Girls. We do have a radio show starting next year on the KISS Network. We'd love you to come in and, and play with us in a different, different house, kind of, really. It's like the same, similar thing, but we're just at a different place um, doing different stuff. Uh, So it's really exciting. But I'm going to crack into the summer sessions uh, with you guys. So basically, you know, as you would know, we have a truckload of different guests and some of them I know. Uh, Some of them I'm lucky enough to have a bit of a girls catch up with and it feels really natural. Hayley Pearson is one of those biatches. She's um, an absolute gem. I adore her. I worked with her at Nova and she's been on our show a lot and she's just got this, you know, ridiculous addictive laugh like it's almost evil slash so girly and lovely and she's just a bit of a ray of sunshine one of those people that kind of lights up the room it sounds really corny but it's so true we crack into 50 shades now i read it at the beginning of the year it was almost a year ago when i went to bali i did a yoga retreat and i read 50 shades of gray by myself and fuck i loved it it was so good Uh, And we crack into it, what it means. The movie was coming out. Everything was happening. We can't do a summer sessions and reflect on 2015 without talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. So I hope you enjoy. So none of us, we need to preface this conversation. This will go up on Monday. So the show, the movie would have been out for the entire weekend. It it launched on Thursday of last week. So none of us have seen the movie. So all of these judgments are in you know, un- the understanding that we haven't seen the film. Yeah, but, of course. Um, but we've read, all had a crack at the books. Uh, and there is a lot of negative press and a huge focus on the fact that it glorifies domestic violence. Yeah. So whilst I can't comment on the film because I haven't seen it, let's just talk about the books and keep it kind of around that so we can cast our own judgments and feel confident that we're not going to get attacked for it. So but were you girls fans of the book? Did you like it? I only read it in Bali and I got back probably about a month ago. And I remember a mutual mate of ours um, said to me, Hales, do not go overseas and fucking read self-help books or things that are going to expand no. your career. Yeah, go chill. overseas and read some trash. So I took book. Fifty Shades. I was in a board by myself doing yoga and I fucking loved it. Yep. I think Did if you, you take it for what it is, it. if you take it for what it is, which is it's not very well written, it's trashy. It's no, a, it's, it's a good, written, yeah. it's a but holiday read. I, let's I get enjoyed into, it for that. Let's get into the nitty gritties of it though because we've said it's okay, so it's trashy, yet we get that. But the the sex, the sex parts, I enjoyed. The sex parts mm, yeah. actually awoke a, diff, a kind of a, an inner dialogue in my head about – what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy, why I sometimes, because I've kind of gone through this really funny last 12 months with casual sex because I'm not in a relationship. And my relationship with sex I've found really quite confusing because I've often not well, enjoying yeah. it. Um, I'm not it's enjoying it a lot of the time. Casual, with casual sex, that um, 
like because you don't normally know the person overly well, so you you don't have a huge relationship with them. How like what do you feel comfortable doing with them? Yeah, like, do you and let yeah. people tie you up, Stacey. Yeah, well, it's funny because I have said on this podcast before. In some in some headspaces, I've actually been a little bit more liberal and I guess experimental with a random that I feel comfortable with than I have with my relationships because it's like I felt like maybe I'd be judged or I don't know. Yeah, and I they're also that. different in that. The, the relationships have been kind of loving and boyfriendy as opposed to the other ones were a bit, and this is when I was newly single, a bit more exciting and, and kind of a bit thrilling, um, yeah. which yeah. made I me think. That. So then I got to this point and that all wore off, like the new sex of, you know, random boys wore off. And I get to this place where I'm, you know, um, just kind of can't be bothered. And I read it and it was just with these randoms. Like I just like sex with people I know. I like the intimacy behind it. It kind of means more to me, especially at this point in my life. And so when I read it, as it was fiction, I enjoyed the fantasy of it. I enjoyed the idea. Yeah, see, I was like, when I was reading it, I loved, like, I would be one of those people that would sit down and have dinner. I couldn't wait to go back to bed to read it. Like, I was addicted yeah, at the beginning. So yeah, so was I, so was yes. I. Like, yeah, it was like a secret shame. Hang on, but you said, you said you didn't even finish it. So that no, well, I got to a point, yeah, I got to the point. So when, I think it was the bath scene, they were in the bath, and then I think, I think it was the first time they actually When he turned up. Little, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The lead up to me was like, oh, my God, this is so hot. I love this so much. And then as soon as I had sex, it was like, uh, now it's boring and it's okay. and to me yeah to me the whole tying up and the red room and stuff I don't get turned on by that at all no, like I, that. to I me did. that's just I like, like I actually I did, did too. I did like that and that's what oh, I've spoken about this on this podcast before <laughs> without like a weird um like a a weird fetish way like obviously there's limits to it but I am of the thinking that um, within the bedroom, I actually don't mind a guy taking control and I don't mind my boyfriend kind of doing that. So I'm, I was all for that. So I actually found that a massive turn on. But what I, f- what I found interesting about a lot of the reviews that I've read about that, you know, it's, um, you know, clapping on dom- domestic violence and stuff within relationships. Yeah. A lot of that wasn't actually related to the sex. A lot of that was yeah, outside right. of the red room, outside yeah. of, you know, getting down and dirty in the bedroom. But the the relationship set up so he, you know the way that he comes into her life you know how and he, he was controlling he, he's controlling and, yeah, he gets yeah. her number like he he gives her a phone and calls her whenever he wants during the night he tells her what clothes she can and can't wear I the funny her. thing I will say about that young mate and what I found what, why I didn't find her as pathetic as I think a lot of people did and when I say pathetic some found her pathetic some found her vulnerable and maybe a bit yeah. scared um I didn't find either of those apparent because she really opened – the dialogue is open about how much she struggles with the conflict of kind of being a feminist or being a stronger woman and then also identifying that there's sides of her that liked the control. So it all felt fairly yeah. consensual to me. I never felt a time where – and sometimes I was like, you're being a bit of a douche, but a lot of the time I, I didn't ever feel like she didn't go with it to all the bits – she felt comfortable. And I've been in a relationship where I feel like there's been, I don't know, some kind of emotional abuse or some kind of different power plays. And yeah. I definitely didn't feel yeah. like I was in control. I didn't consciously See, I have like... the thoughts in the relationship that I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship or, or is this abusive? When you're in it, you're not thinking straight. You're not, you're not actually imagining they're being controlling, whereas she did. She was like, is this yeah. controlling? She questioned I... it. I felt like, I know this sounds so stupid that I feel like I am Anastasia, but um, she, we're at the very beginning when she's, um, you know, a bit awkward and she's intimidated by this guy. I know this sounds so stupid, but when I first met Jimmy, I was, to me, he was like Christian Grey. Like, I, he was four years older than me. I was so, like, immature and had no, you know, a little bit of experience with other men. But, uh, like, when I met him, he'd, you know, he'd been with, you know, Obviously, more people than I had. Seven hundred women. So hang on, this, and is and your, this is your husband. You're talking this is of my now, husband. Hey, yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's what attracted to me. Like it was such a weird thing that I get why she was so attracted to him because, like you said before, Christy, I do like having them having the power 
you know, in the, in that area. I like to call it javelin, like, because they throw you like a javelin. Yeah, that's hot. And then up against a wall or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think we've but discussed yeah, this on that podcast before. I think especially, you know, this kind of industry, and often it is the case that there are mm. chicks and strong chicks. So it's kind of nice to be strong and call the shots in a lot of other areas in your life. Yeah. But in yeah. others, put your hands up and go, all right, do your worst. Submissive. Yeah, and it, it was at least about, mm. I reckon, three years of our relationship when we first started dating that I felt I was so intimidated by him and I was so insecure that I would have done any if he had told me to lick the ground and he was whatever he was going to do to me I would have let him do it because I just loved him and then the tables kind of evened out and now we're you know did you ever at the the time so were you consciously thinking fuck I've kind of dropped my ball here like am I am I doing whatever he says so you were consciously thinking about it yeah, totally. Because yeah, before so... that, I'd always had the power in relationships. And as soon as I met him, I was like this weak little kid that would have done anything for him. I kind of don't mind that. Yeah, like, neither. this is the, the idea. And the closest I've kind of had to a relationship, uh, I, I guess that mirrors that more recently after my big one where I learnt more what I wanted, which wasn't really a relationship, but it gives me an idea of maybe what I'm looking for, was that I was quieter and I was happy mm. for them to make the plans and I was happy to be lifted and cared for and it's interesting yeah, yeah. and I just I saw those similarities in her and I and I didn't because she questioned it and was in control of the thought process the whole way therefore I felt she was making a conscious decision yeah. the other thing is that I've got to say before Philip comes on is can we just fucking have some fiction are we allowed to just have some fiction? I mean, can we just have some imagination? Like, the you know, all of these different movies that portray all kinds of terrorism attacks or racism or all this. Do you think everyone's saying that that auto- automatically means we're going to create terrorism? No. Like, you have to have some story. For me to go and expand that thought process about sexuality, for me... It probably needed to be stretched a little bit bizarrely. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's because it has been so talked about, you know, like one of the most hotly anticipated movies ever. Like we had a movie reviewer come onto the show the other day and he was like, I have never seen this kind of hype surrounding anything. And which also tells us that we needed it as women. Mm. Like, yeah, we can all laugh that everyone's gagging for a fucking bit of sex and a bit of freaking bad red room bullshit but maybe we've all just actually been starved like men walk up the street and you've got a fucking billboard with someone with no clothes on we don't get like there's nothing you know the other way and that's why people are going gaga the next summer sessions gem that i want to bring uh is with nicolette minster she's a comedian Uh, and a friend of mine, and she opens up, and it's like one of those gems that I'm like, fuck, you're amazing that you've come on our show and just been so vulnerable and just opened up and just told the truth exactly like we do every week, but we don't always have our expectations of our guests to do that. So she comes on and says that she thinks her boyfriend is hotter than her. If you can't talk any more honestly than this, I don't know what there is, and I loved it. I so I've got a lovely boyfriend mm-hmm. and we've been together all coming up on nine months and he's really hot. Mm. Like I'm batting way above my average. Oh, I don't. Oh no, I don't, I'm I'm sad to oh yeah, we both that. we yeah. both went into that voice. <laughs> no, well, but we need a photo. What, what, yeah, all right, I'll have to show you a photo. Um, uh, yeah, no, he's super hot. Now he and he claims that he isn't, and I'm like, well, I'm not stupid. I I can see that you are. Um, and I do have relatively good vision. Mm. Um, I'm one of those people who wishes they wore glasses. Um, <laughs> you can get those. That, like that was like a fashion kind of like trend for ages. Deschanel kind of vibe, but alas, alack, I have I'm of perfect sight. There was something um, in Sports Girl non prescription. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. 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 frame. Yeah, even without the glass. It's, yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> You might as well protect your eyes to some degree if you're there. <laughs> if you're doing People it. would see through that quite yeah. literally. Yeah, they might. Um, uh. But yeah, what do you do when when you when you when your boyfriend's hotter than you? Well, this discussion came up actually a more stemmed from 
gay relationships yeah. because, Christy, you were saying that I wonder if that happens more so with gays because they're the same gender. Yeah, so you know how yeah. you compare yourself to the same gender more than you would compare yourself to the, totally. a different gender, that that may have been even more complicated with the gays. But that's when you said, no, I think this. Yeah, I think this. And mm. I think it's a sliding scale as well. Mm. Like there'll be times when, you know, I am decide that the gym is what I'm going to do this week. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, put in a good solid three to four days of hot water and lemon. And I, I tell you what, ladies, I'm banging. Uh, For the week. But then, totally. And then, but then, yeah, weekend comes around. We kind of, we slide that slippery slope to donuts and pop-up scroll. And, <laughs> and you know, you get to Monday and you're hating on yourself. And then, but, but, um, but boyfriend's looking a million bucks. What oh, is, what's, what's, I guess, constitutes a million bucks? Like, this is the question. So he's mm. hot. Okay, so you're saying he's hotter than you. What's what's well, so hot about younger, him that's not? So oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's, right. that's something terrible. as well. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah, he's younger. So just by default, that's the well, way it is. But maybe you're conscious of it. Maybe are you are you conscious it's, of that? It's like not before even that he's younger. Mm. It's that I've I've reached that age where that matters. What where that what In matters to you? The, the, the age gap matters. Yeah, Only to like, you. Oh, How younger is he than well, you? It's because it's, it's a decade thing. So he's under thirty, but I'm over thirty. Okay. Whereas it's not like when he comes to the thirties, it might be yeah. better. When yeah, you have got kids, it'll be way better. Well, then he'll be locked down. Yeah, yeah. And he'll be a dad. He won't be the younger one. Yeah, but the I kids mean, will be the younger that's, ones. That's part <laughs> of the appeal. Then, like, what <laughs> happens when? When when he's a dad and I have to be like, oh, watch out, dad! I can see that you've started eating donuts and <laughs> like, what do you do? Yeah, but Nicolette, when mm-hmm. you're saying my boyfriend is hotter than me, like is that just something within? Uh, like it's just you that's thinking that. Like there's nobody. He wouldn't think that. Yeah, there's nobody. Like he's obviously denying that, and there's never been any in, like inkling from any anybody else that there would or you know other people or from him or whatever that there would be any disparity between I don't know. You you guys being together like is that obviously something that you've got in your own mind you think well what, what are we doing we were talking about we we're talking before about this um this woman who only dates fives okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that then the fives obviously work harder the, okay and then this is going to be uh, i'm going to interrupt there i've just looked at your personal <laughs> facebook right now oh have you got a photo i'm feeling a little bit awkward about this because whatever i say is actually going to be a backhanded insult or compliment to one or the other yeah so i'm about to say yeah. That there is not a chance that he's hotter than you <laughs> because uh, but now that seems like I'm saying that he's not that hot. So it doesn't actually, but that means that you're both hot. I, I reckon you guys from it, I reckon you are dead set the perfect looking couple in terms of that level. You look like you're supposed to be together. Can you show you know me what I mean? photo? Can I it's can a, you it's a really gross photo. No, it's a profile pic. Why yeah, would that's you what I mean. Like, it's so cute. You want no. to vomit. No, oh, I yeah, love sorry. that. And you just ride in his nook. That's yeah, always ideal. He's perfect height. He's got true. really good hair. He's got great yeah, he hair. Good hair. So let's go through the pros and cons, right? He's got great hair. You have a great jawline. It's, do you know what? It's quite prominent in that photo. Which is someone amazing. Me, good mm-hmm. coloured lips. Years ago, someone said I look like Joe Stanley and I was like, no. She's and beautiful. Then, yeah, she's got gorgeous. a massive jaw. She does. You've got Defined. great pink lips, good cheekbones. Okay, guys. He's got so a I'm brilliant gonna stop you right smile. There. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. I'm trying to give you the even Stevens here. There's an Instagram filter on that photo. Yeah, okay. Well, that doesn't okay. matter. But yeah, he, well, you don't have an ounce of makeup on, like, so that's I'm, not helping you. But the guy, <laughs> but he, but your boyfriend has a lovely smile, good teeth. But even if you weren't what? even, Stephen, why does it, it doesn't really matter that much. No, does but it, like, it is an interesting nah, discussion yeah. point. Like, you know, the, it is I one of those things where. I something that crosses your mind. It does. And as, yeah. as soon as we th- thought about this, I thought, oh, was I, I think I was probably hotter than my ex. Yeah. I was. Oh, so you, did you feel that like when you were together, Stace? Or to was that something really, that you look back now and go, oh, well, I mean, maybe I don't that think I consciously thought it all the time, but I did think, and you know, to be fair to this particular boyfriend that I'm talking about, he was a bit of a scruff, so he didn't help yeah, himself. Right. Do you know what I mean? So if he was a bit more polished, I reckon, no, it would have been pretty even Stevens. But because I gave a shit, mm. then it always looked that little bit more. I've always What's the sound effect we wanted there? Like, oh, there would have been a, a wolf whistle. Someone yeah, give right. me a... <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. One of those. One yeah, of those. I can't do the big ones. What about your past relationships? Do you think about whether you... Actually, it's quite funny because my girlfriend and I, when we came out of... Both came out of long relationships mm. and we started realising the guys that we were picking up 
they were much hotter than our exes. And we is were like, oh, my yeah, God, we're hotter than what we thought. But it's different because you <laughs> you guys were together for a long time. So this is funny mm. within relationships that start when you're like 17, 18 uh-huh. and stay together for a really long time. I feel like yeah. people sometimes can blossom or really flourish later yeah. in life. You know how yeah, sometimes you, you run into girls that you went to high school with or even guys that you used to know for that matter and you go, wow. They got hot in the last yeah. like five or ten years. Yes, yeah, so I peaked later. Yeah, so if, you, if you're in a relationship for a long time since you're young and you both say around about an eight, well then time can go on and one becomes a ten and one remains an eight, or even one goes up or down or vice versa. Yeah, so actually, I think he may it can have been change. hotter than me at the start. Yeah, actually, yes, that's a conf- that's so a, he I'm peaked c- quite early on. You got yeah. him in his prime, yeah. and then you just yeah, then and I just made that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> but my it was funny because when you do start then picking up or meeting new guys and they all of a sudden are at this other level mm. you're like oh that's what I could that's what I'm where that's I'm what at I'm getting yeah yeah but when it's you're with interesting. but when you're with somebody for so long you're not really thinking too much about that are you? you're not like oh I I'm with him but I could get him if I want no to, I'm no, I'm the most yeah. pathetic loyal person there is like people mm, would say to me yeah. who's your free pass and I'd be like I don't have one like that's how ridiculous ridiculously loyal I am as a person. So even in the moment of when I'm in a relationship, I'm always like, I just want to fuck that person. Well, like I can't even, I don't yeah. even have fantasies mm. really about fucking other people. Well, I'm well, just yeah, so unawares. grateful they're fucking me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I just, I don't know, I'm just a hopeless little gushy love puppet, yeah, you know, yeah. so I just, I'm, mm. I'm locked. As soon as I start to feel I'm over. So, yeah. Sometimes I've been offended. There, it was only even on the the sh- the show that I do that as a bit of a joke. Zane, my boyfriend, came on, uh, you know, as a guest, and then Byron, who I do the show with, was like, "He's basically the best looking guy on the Central Coast." Christy, you're batting way above your average here, and I knew it was a joke. But afterwards, I kept thinking about it, and I was mm. like, "Oh." Maybe that's true. And no, that, you guys wouldn't are even be, as too. But it wouldn't you look be like you're meant to be together. But it wouldn't be I a bad thing. It wouldn't be a bad thing because I'd be like, oh, my boyfriend's oh, that's hot. Like, he's he's a hot guy. Like there's nothing is, bad about that. It is weird you say it because now I'm starting to think of all the couples I think of. I don't actually when you see when you see both of you guys together, I really don't see either or because. I know this sounds really weird, but you kind of not become one, that you're one person, mm. but you do start, maybe you <laughs> start to look, not look the same, but like you the same even, way that people look like their dogs. Yeah. Yeah. You start to kind of even mm. out on a this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you you kind of come out on this even level. Does that make sense? That as soon as you look happy and in love, you're not one person, but you know what I mean? Like to me, most of my couple friends, I was trying to find any that I dramatically think is better looking than the other. And I I can't really imagine it when people seem happy. You don't, maybe you don't see it. You might see it, but I don't think anybody else does. Because all you see is, well, all I see is happy, gorgeous, loved up people. Thanks for listening to our summer sessions. It's Stacey June here with you, one half of the Thinker Girls. Just me this week going through some of uh, my favourite gems of the year. Uh, Christy will join you next week with hers. Hope you're enjoying your hollies and you're getting excited for 2016 because, oh, man, Christy and I have got ants in our pants. We are so excited about next year. It's it's a really nice place to be. Uh, the next gem that I loved from this year was Zoe Badwi, uh, the performer, the singer, um, and also a friend of mine that came on the show and, oh, man, again, I just like chicks that come on and just start to play by our rules. Again, we don't expect everybody to come on and have to share the way that people do. But when she brings a gem like this that speaks about boundaries in the shower and something that I thought we would never, ever touch on on this show and we touch on most, it has to make the favourites in a weird way because it's kind of full on. But at the same time, I love that she came to play with us on this. This is Zoe Badwe. Well, okay. So, I mean, each to their own, I suppose. Um, but have you ever heard of a stamp out? A what? A what? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> stamp out. So, they just were talking about it so nonchalant style. Can you in, spell it? Can you spell it for us? As in stamp, S-T-A-M-P, out. Stamp, Stamp out. out. Okay. Yeah. So you know how some people talk, say that they wee in the shower? Yeah. Mm. <gasps> this is... <laughs> oh, I think I know yeah. where this is going. Yeah, this is going. This is the other Stamp end. Stamp 
in the shower oh. and then I was so of course my face just hit the deck because I was like what and I was like what do you mean that's not just gonna go down the drain I'm like yeah you stamp it out with your foot I oh was like, no what? okay let's just confirm here do you know someone that does that yes oh wow and Correct. that's intense. Was anyone then, else in the room that knew, A, what that was, and B, also did it? Well, there was another person there who'd heard the same story from this person that does it, this oh, guy that does it. And yeah. But he's just like, yeah, what's the big deal? Oh, All gross. Goes down the drain. I've I'm like, ne- you are using your foot in the shower to stand on your poo. Mm. You can say poo. Shit. Poo, yeah. I don't eat, you know what, well, I'm all for saying everything, but in the context of this story. It's not great. Oh, uh, wow. I, I've never, A, ever heard of a stamp out as if it was like Thank a you. thing. Like, I don't know whether yeah. it's he's made it up or it's a thing, but B, <laughs> like, it's bad enough when you've got long hair and your hair sometimes gets clogged in the sink and it's the most disgusting oh, thing ever. And it's, no, it does. That happens. Like, in the, in the I'm bathroom I'm aware of that part, but I know where you're going next. No, I'm just saying <laughs> in the bathroom sink. So I wonder what it's like when you've got, who doing okay. that? Here we go. So I'm right. just and he just got married. This guy. So he oh has God. A wife. There's hope for me. There's hope for you. There's yeah, hope, there's hope for, all for us all, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. But look, if we could spin it in that sense, I suppose. But but just still, I, I didn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm still so shocked, as you can tell. This is the this is the scary bit, though. I've googled it. And it, okay. there, there is no stamp out that means this. Like it says stamp out to put out or extinguish by stamping. So obviously you're putting something out, I guess. And the number Ooh. two meaning was to crush or suppress by force. So uh-huh. the, I guess that it is there, but not in the context of this particular. Do you think that this, so the person that was with you had mm-hmm. heard your mutual friend say it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. maybe the, he's the only one in the world that does it. Um, no, turns out that's not true because <laughs> there's a few guys now, I think maybe he might have talked about it and a few of the, of the other boys in that particular group may have jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, they like do not, it too. So he's starting yeah. like a trend. Oh, well, God. it's not like no. it's a conscious decision. Apparently sometimes when they're there, it's like, oh, well, it's got to happen. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I just no. think, is, is there a line here? I just think that is so Unacceptable. Well, does his wife? Is, does his wife know about it? The one that you were talking about? Because you said he's I, married. Yeah. Well, so many questions I had. That wasn't yeah. one because I was <laughs> yeah. also so shocked as well and thought, "Do I really want to know? And why? How do you get married?" I was uh, about <laughs> to say that that's quite. I was about to say it's quite animalistic. But I had a dog who was beautiful for a long time, and she wouldn't go anywhere near her own shit. So I don't even think it's animalistic. It goes on a whole other bloody level. Mm. Like not even it? my not even my dog would want to go would near stand its own feces. On her own no, stuff. no, no. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, people do, and this is what you said before, Zoe. Some people do have different ideals of what they find normal and what they don't. And I was mm. having a conversation um, with some people that I work with, and I didn't even have. Oh, we were, that's right. We were down the beach. And one of the people that we were with says, hang on, guys, I've just got to go to the loo. And then he went to the beach toilet. And then we started laughing about it or whatever. And he said, oh, no, I, I'm just doing a wee. I'm like, uh, why would you not just wee in the water? He was like, that's disgusting. Would you, well, you do, do, you, do Yeah, do you do that? Pool. I'm like, uh, yeah. If, doesn't everybody wee in the ocean? There's like billions of litres out there. It's, <laughs> it's not like I'm weeing in the bath. And then they go, oh, I bet you're someone who wees in the shower too. And I was like, oh. yeah. I thought, oh. ev- I thought everybody did that as well. Well, I only started weeing in the shower after I heard Kate Lambrook say it on Nova when I was like in uni. And she was like, oh, we'll just do a bit of a twinkle. And I was like, oh, that's what weird. What, the time? In the shower, as you go in the shower. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. And then one day I just really had to go to the shower, so then I just kept doing it. And I was like, oh. Whoa, is, is that bad? Because I've never, ever thought twice about doing that. In the shower. Um, in the shower, doing a wee. It just ha- like. Oh, no. Now, if you both do it, I'm not in the same category as Stamp Out Man. Like, no, I cannot be put no, in that no, category. No, we're not Stamp Out level. Stamp Out is a whole other yeah. category. Like, that's just next level, as in don't do that level. <laughs> Because that's next level, sure. as in we don't we don't judge, but we're judging. <laughs> well, I, I, I still am. It's it scarred me. It's affected me. 
Definitely. Fair enough. I mean, it's affected us and he's not our friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something I have to weigh up now, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) Next time he tries to catch up, you'll have to think about it. Next favourite gem of the year for me, this is Stacey June. You're listening to the Summer Sessions, uh, is Carissa Pukas, one of the friends of the show that we met through doing a podcast with her um, and and just really liked her style and and love what she does. Sadly, we're losing her from Australia. She's moving back to Canada. But she joined us for um, for a particular show and we spoke. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Look about creepy teachers. Uh, I think it was my gem. I can't remember who brought it. I think it was me. And it was interesting because we had such a great reaction. I mean, I don't know if it's great now that I think about it, but it, w- it was just such a strong reaction from everybody kind of going back into their head going, fuck, I have one of those. Have a listen. The thought process happened uh, when we were talking about confirmations with uh, my girlfriends and I a couple of weeks ago. Confirmation is if you went to a Catholic school, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, uh, where you go through all of those steps of becoming a Catholic. So you, you're baptized, then you have your communion, and then in grade six, usually, you get confirmed. So you choose your sponsor, you choose your confirmation name, all this hoo-ha, right? It's all bollocks if you ask me now. I don't know what it's done for me. But, um, but a lot of people believe in it, and, uh, and we did that. So then I was telling the girls, we're talking about our confirmation names, and I'm telling them that, oh, yeah. And then Mr. Healy came to my confirmation after party. Ooh. And then they all went quiet. Where go, was that? Was it at your home? Yeah. <laughs> and he was my grade six teacher. And I was like, yeah. And then I go, oh, hang on. Is that weird? And they go, yeah, mate. What was he doing at your house? It is bizarre. It's a little strange. And, and yeah. they said, well, does he, does he know your parents? And I'm like, well, no. He just, like, wrote... Him and I used to write letters to each other. And then it just got, it got I'm awful on it. And as I was saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, wow, this is not right, is it? And before I knew it, I realized that this guy was a fucking creep that was a grade six teacher that should not be writing like kind of personal letters. I wouldn't say a sexual nature, but they were certainly, I think back now, to be a bit flirty. Like, I think he would have said I was beautiful in it. Oh, wh- that's have a you, little creepy. Yeah, have that's you got, much. it's more than a little creepy. Yeah, like, have you still got some of those letters? Well, I, this was only a couple of weeks ago, so I haven't even thought, like, I've got to think about where I would even have kept them. But I, there's a chance. I've got to have a look. But he came over to the barbecue, called in to myself and another one of my friend's uh, barbecues. It was just the two of us. Uh, there was obviously a class of, like, 40 kids or 30 kids. And, um, and yeah, he definitely had, I remember his handwriting. It was, like, really big and creative, you know, like big wise and oh, like wow. this really tall kind of handwriting. And I remember him saying that he thought we were beautiful girls. Have I said his name? Yeah, Mr. Healy. Oh, oh no! Well, you were allowed. Out. You were allowed to oust him if he's a creep. Yeah, well, obviously. Okay, so uh, then, I, so obviously, you go back and think about the teachers you had. And things that at the time you thought were perfectly normal mm. that I don't think are acceptable at all. Um, do you feel a bit sick thinking about it now? Yeah, I do. And there was another teacher. His name was Mr. Harding. Uh, he was an Indonesian teacher. Okay. And a lot of the girls, look, it was a girls' school, a bit rumoury and a bit gossipy. But there were a lot of rumours going around that he was getting a bit too excited during Indonesian. Wow. 
And it's funny that his name is Mr. Harding as well. The minute that you said that, I was like, oh, God, where is this going? And you went exactly where I thought. My mind totally went there. Can can I also just preface by saying, look, this isn't to make light of anybody that's taking advantage of kids. But it is to a point where we all come out pretty unscathed. But back in the day, I think the boundaries were pushed even more than they are now, let alone back when our parents were going to school. Oh, absolutely. Is this just me? Like, were there creepy teachers at you, your school, guys? No, no, no. I, I definitely had one, but not so young. Like, I was, I was what, probably 18, 19. I think that makes it I worse. I was going to say, I don't know whether that's it's, more creepy or, or less creepy. Well, that's worse. it, because it was kind of like, it was still inappropriate. He, he called all of us fuzzy bears. My fuzzy bears. And I'm wow. like, what? Like, this is a group. And it's all women. It was an all-women mer- merchandising business class. And every single time he'd walk in and just kind of stand right over top of you and just call yeah. you the strangest little pet names. And it was like, this is really inappropriate. Did, did you, Carissa, realize when you were in that, in the class, that it was weird? Or is, oh, yes. that, is it only now that you look back? No, no, no. I totally, oh, you, like, yeah, you I knew what was up. And all of us were kind of like, you? should we say something or should we not? We didn't end up saying something, but I kind of wish we did. I don't yeah. know. You just kind of feel like they're an authority figure, so yeah. you should not really. Yeah, I feel like the Indonesian teacher, you're right. I think it might have been when you were a bit older, which scares the living shit out of me when you think about it because I can definitely see that both teachers now, as presented the stories, we all are in agreement that they're both creepy, but I know for a fact that I kind of jerried on to the Indonesian teacher, but I did not jerry on at all to my grade six teacher, and that just shows how innocent you are as a 12-year-old. Well, what about me? I was even younger. I was in grade four, so I don't know how that old... That like makes you 12 eight? maybe? No, oh, no. No, not even nine. Grade four, no, nine. 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 Okay, yeah. so I was in year nine and there was a teacher named Mr. Fielden. And I don't know whether you guys had this too, but when you're in school, whether at high school or primary school, there was always like your favourite teacher. Oh, absolutely. That, you know, they would always have their favourite students as well. And mm, I suppose mm. we always had this um, friendship kind of that even though he wasn't my teacher – I used to collect stamps and he would bring in stamps and give them to me to add to my collection, which I think I still have now. But then also I had a a pet mouse and I used to talk to him about it. You did personally. Yeah, I did as a child and now I'm terrified. And now I'm terrified of mice, which is fucked, but we, I had this pet mouse and my, and my mouse died and I was devastated oh. and I was telling him. What was I, the mouse's name? Um, we had Snowflake and Coconut and one of them, I don't know, got caught in a mouse trap. Christy, because, oh, this, is is a really, this is a really big thing to learn about you at this point. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? And it's a little it's so it weird. I had, to, I had a mouse as <laughs> a pet. You know what? I hear rodents are good pets. Well, they weren't because I don't know, just... Carissa, if the word rodent and pet goes in the same <laughs> sentence. What do you mean? Like my, I think it was my best friend Kada had heaps of mice as pets because she was different than she two. was from Hungary. She was Hungarian. It is so weird. Anyway, what's I... it got to do with the Hungarian? You're saying that they all have rodents <laughs> because she just had this different take on what was a normal pet. Oh. Anyway, my mouse Snowflake died. I was devastated. I told Mr. Fielden about it, and then together. We planned a funeral, a ceremony, where he came over to my house after school. No. Yes. Oh and oh mum or and mum remember <laughs> mum remembers this that I was sitting on the ground kind of and we had the mouse running in between our legs. Like, you know, like you had to almost make a bit of a circle so the mouse didn't get out. And you kind of like have a little puppy in between your lap like that. And we had our legs together and the mouse was running around inside of our legs. That's a bit much for it being a teacher. Like a family member, okay, fair enough. But like us? I was in grade four and he was my teacher and my mum, like talking about it now, I feel sick about it because you are so naive and I don't even really remember it. But then when I moved, we moved away and I moved to a different school and somehow he got our phone number, our new home phone number and called mum and he called the home phone and, and just said, hi, you know, it's Rod Fielden. I'm just calling, you know, to see Christy and blah, blah, blah and, and all of this. And it it's so it feels weird. It's almost like this out of body experience when I talk about it now. I'm like, did that actually happen in my life? What did your mum do? She hung up on him. Good. And told my dad and he was like, fuck him off. He's an absolute creep. And then I don't know whether we changed our number or I don't know, something happened that he never called again. But I don't know how he got the the new phone number. I'm so glad your mum hung up. That's a good yeah. move. 
Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, isn't it weird? Now, I mean, and sometimes it's always the times where you, and I think this is, and it's to get really deep, when you go into sexual assault or anything that's made you feel uncomfortable, the very first thing that you do is you question yourself. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I think that everybody goes to go, you know, is this me or has this been, is, am I, is this in my head? You know, that I think is one of the biggest issues, I think, at, at, at people coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of stuff needs to be flagged. Like we are joking about it because none of us, again, well, any of us were harmed um, in, in a serious sense. But it is scary when you start to talk about these things and you use the words like, cre- like your out-of-body experience, Christy, mm-hmm. and, and how you're mm-hmm. looking back at it, that I guess we can't make light of those feelings because those feelings are, in fact, totally things that are signs of things not being okay. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that there's three of us that have all three had different experiences with different teachers at different ages, like that kind of says a lot. I wonder as well about the boys. Like I wonder, I know that there's always jokes about priests and kind of boys schools and and, uh, not even jokes that 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 kind of stuff Mm. does happen. But I do wonder whether, you know, if it's been these types of experiences, three out of three for us, if that would be the same if three men were sitting across the room. Like it'd be just interesting interesting to see what what their experiences were and if it would differ. And you've also got to think with teachers now, there's way less male teachers now mm-hmm. than there were than we were at school because, mm. they're, they're you know, some of them, I shouldn't say some of them, majority of them are good eggs and are, mm. and are teaching because they want to, they want to educate Absolutely. the future. Mm-hmm. So it is sad in a sense and my boyfriend Zane's mum is a principal and I think out of her entire primary school there's like two or three male teachers because she just said it's, it's so full on now to be a male teacher within a school because even if a kid comes up to you with a cut on their knee and is bawling their eyes out, you question even whether to put your hand on their shoulder and mm-hmm. say, it's all right, buddy. Like this, mm. Or is that too much? Yeah, yeah which so. I don't think – I don't know whether it's a, it's a bad thing because you, we should – I don't know, teachers probably should be – you know, double thinking every bit of physical contact that they do have. That'd be exhausting they, though. Could they you imagine? do it with kids? But I don't know. But then there are there are the minority and the creeps. You know, all three of us, which have all three of us have experienced that. My last favourite gem uh, for the year was actually aired on my birthday. So sweet. <laughs> Love my birthday. Uh, so it was the middle of the year. Lola Berry joined us. She is massive, man. I follow her on Snapchat. I can't keep up with that mole. She is everywhere. All around the country, plugging 75 books. Um, and one of the books she was plugging uh, in the middle of the year, I think it was her smoothie book. But the uh, gem that I loved, I think it was Young Mate's gem, Chrissy's gem of do you prefer the top or the bottom? We have a YouTube of it because we actually did a Vox Pop uh, at South Melbourne Market, which was hilarious as well, that you can check out youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls. But we had a good chat about this uh, because, well, I don't know. We were all a bit surprised at our own experiences. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Back with what's on your mind? Yeah, um, I want to talk about getting there on top versus the bottom. Now, mm. this is a conversation today that you and I um, have both had previously. Your team top all the way. And it's interesting. Sometimes you just do something, Lola, in your life and you kind of, you're just like, oh, no brainer. That's kind of just what everybody does. And you live in this insulated little bubble. Um, and it's weird, especially when our job is to basically talk about freaking every element of your life. Um, it's pretty weird to find something that is quite protected that you haven't actually spoken about before to gauge whether other people feel that or whether mm. that's a normal, you know, not that there's any normal, but whether that's a, um, a a standard kind of thing across other people. And and it wasn't until, Stace, a couple of days ago that we were talking about this that you said every girl pretty much or majority of chicks would find it easier to get there on the top during sex versus the bottom. And it wasn't until that moment. Have we, have we lost Lola at this point? Or? No, you got oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on my, yeah, I'm hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm interested to hear what you both say on this. So should 
cheat. And it, <laughs> and it wasn't until that moment that you, that Stace was going, oh, clearly, you know, if you've only got two minutes, you got to get there. It's a no-brainer. You'd go the top. That I was, and like, we must say that like there's a bit of a plug. We did go and film a video and did a voxy to see what chicks would say. We won't let every, we won't let, let you know the consensus, but that will come up too. We went out and hit the streets. Yeah, and it, like oh, Sam Newman, oh, but yeah, just different different topics. You should have seen them, Lola. It was Sunday morning, and they didn't know what hit, and we were coming for them, and we're like, hey, do you prefer top or bottom? How do you orgasm more easily? And they're like hungover. What's more common, can I ask? Um, well, what did you? What do you think? Well, I mean, obviously, well, I mean, obviously, everybody has their own experience, and mm. I mean, I personally have enjoyed both and enjoyed them both very much. So, like, I wouldn't say <laughs> even one more than the other. Like, I actually definitely enjoy both. But um, the thing that I've always noticed, and this is going to sound really probably hippie, but like. If I don't um, have an actual some kind of connection, it will be very hard for me to enjoy that moment. Regardless. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's my problem, especially being a single girl. I've found that's been my biggest issue is with casual sex. It just kind of doesn't end up being, not that it's not nice to have sex without the grand finale, but let's face it. We're all aiming for the big hurrah. And it's tricky. It is tricky. Either position yeah. if you don't have that I mean, intimate connection. I just think like I've had like, I reckon I've had like one or two yucky, not yucky, but experiences where I've walked around going, oh my God, I feel like a piece of cardboard. Like, you just like, yeah. <laughs> you know. And is, that, is, on, is that on the bottom or is that because it was casual? Casual. That yeah. Would be but, but casual. Let's... Never, I would actually say that I got more confident um, sexually starting on the bottom, definitely. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. wasn't until I got my confidence that I was comfortable being on top. And I, but until that, like that was quite a long time that I would, would prefer to be on the bottom and enjoyed it so much. So mm. I'm actually a well, bit of a like, well, re- regardless, <laughs> regardless of, of, you know, the setup, whether it is a casual thing and let's say in a perfect world, you've got a, you know, a really good connection with, with whoever with, it, with whoever yeah. it yeah, happens yeah. to be, that's not an issue. If you needed to get there in a shorter amount of time and the most enjoyable way, would it be top or would it be bottom? Can you choose? Oh, it's so case dependent. I, I reckon for me, for me, it's actually all about pace. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> pace. But no, seriously, yeah. I'm being serious. The pace. So, like, I, depending on the pace, it could be either really crap or really awesome in either top or bottom. Okay. For me, okay. it's pace. Like, I need to be in a good – so, I mean, I am hearing you're, you're, like, definitely on top because, you know, angles and blah, 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 all that jazz. But, like, I could easily – uh, enjoy very fast being well, on the I bottom. Think, I think maybe then I'll ref- we'll fra- rephrase the question. If you had two minutes and you know that there was a definite way, <laughs> would it be that you would jump on top or would you be on the bottom? Honestly, in, uh, in two minutes, I reckon I could do either. Honestly. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, okay. I so I, I it's an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Welcome to I our show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our lives. Um, I, I'm a, um, a multiple orgasmer, so I will always... Oh, well, you're see, good. When, yeah. when we chose sides, I mean, I, you know, we were going with that idea of if you, you had to choose some, some side, you know, mine would definitely be top and I thought that most women would also be that. And Christy was like, no way, it's the bottom. I've no. got there on the bottom and for me... When I've got there on the bottom, it's like some kind of achievement. Like I'm like, wow, oh, no, no I, this is amazing. I think bottom is bottom is great. I mean, that's the thing though. If you think about connection, depending on mm. what your connection is like, often like I don't know about you, but like the first time you're gonna have sex with someone, I mean, it's yeah. generalization. But I'm I'm probably a bit more coy and very feminine, so I would naturally the first couple of times probably be on the bottom. I would say. And then as you get more confident and comfortable, then you're going to be on the top. I don't know. That's just my experience. So it's very easy for me either. So I I would probably say if, if your two-minute rule, mm. um, like, I mean, And play at home if you're listening. You've got yeah. two minutes. How are you getting there? What are yeah, you choosing? Yeah, what is the majority? See, for me, it wasn't until we started talking about this in this way where it's like, choose, shoot, you've got two minutes. I came to the realisation I have never – in my life, had an orgasm on top. <laughs> Ever oh. once. 
It's, it's never the best, happened. Christy. It's Hello, n- clitoris stimulation is the main reason yet. that chicks get there and clitoris yeah. stimulation happens amazingly on the top. And that's why girlfriend. I found it so yeah, yeah. weird because it's- everybody's like top girlfriend, uh, you know, and Stacey's like, duh, that's like the general consensus. It's often the way that you're wired. It's the way that we work down there. And that's what I was like. Am I, what's have you deal? gone back and different? tried it since our conversation? Just asking. No, I haven't. Well, because maybe I'm, that's your homework tonight, mate. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's way more work. No, but no, no, I'll be like, I can understand what, I can completely understand what you're saying because depends what your connection is with your partner as well. Like, I mean, some people are more comfortable in different positions. So I think it's like, I get, I get the whole, like the angles, the simulation, all that. Like one thing I will say, the experience on the bottom is definitely different to the experience on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different sexual experience. And maybe that's what it is because you know how there's often that vibe, and we've spoken about this on the podcast before, Lola, what kind of mood you're in, what kind of sex mood and what kind of relationship you have with the person that you are having sex with at the time. Um, (laughs) So, Chrissy, you're never in like Superwoman kind of ride and cowboy stage? No, because my (laughs) mood is often just like in the bedroom. I actually do enjoy the intimacy and I do enjoy being dominated, being like that's obviously what gets me me off it's potentially not um because i can't on the top it's just that maybe i also get off from being the person on the bottom and actually i don't know for him to kind of take the reins maybe that's what i find sexy yeah 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 be exactly like that but i would say give it a crack my friend i would say yeah 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 yeah. you can still have that energy and be on top I know it sounds like you can't, but you can. And can I just say, the whole clitoral stimulation thing, uh, you're like, Stace, get onto it. It's on top. That's where it's at. You can totally still have that on the bottom also. Yeah, yeah, you can get there. But, I mean, it's just like all people, like, and as Lola's saying, like, it's a different experience and it's different. It's so funny because I was in a really long-term relationship and, you know, obviously the top became, you know, when you just go into the, you go into modes and it's intimate and it's lovely, but it is, it is places that you've been before when you, you're with someone yeah. for Well, a it's a time. guaranteed win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my guaranteed win was always, and we'd swap um, positions. It wouldn't just be the kind of one thing, but I knew that that was where I would always go. And then when it's turned into casual relationships or people that I wasn't in such an intimate place with, I suppose, I've been... I've been able, I've been able to get there on the bottom. It's really bizarre. Mm. You would think it would kind of be the other way. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, you would. Yeah, it's like autopilot. Yeah, but it, it wasn't, and I guess it maybe allowed me when I had a breakup and then started to experiment a little bit that I did in fact experiment and released a bit, yeah. like stopped kind of going with what I knew and and I wasn't kind of so wound up into something in particular like I kind of went well every experience is a bit different at the moment Mm. not that I was fucking people once a week but you know what I mean and there'd be nothing wrong with that if I was but that's just to clarify um for me it doesn't work like that because like you said Lola I I have to have some kind of buy-in you know, it just is otherwise totally. I kind of lay there going, oh, but I can imagine, yeah, but I can imagine what you just said. Like, if, if you it was a guaranteed thing where you could easily get there with somebody in a long term relationship, you're out of that, it would be weird because I don't was there like a comparison thing that happened where you're like, absolutely, yeah. remember I did that episode on the podcast where I was like, I didn't realize I thought the way I orgasmed in a relationship was the way I would orgasm forever. Oh, that's right. I didn't remember. And I was like, yeah. it sounds so ridiculous, but I was with that guy for so long. I thought that would be the way I would only ever orgasm until I, it changed. And my friend was like, uh, no, like it will happen differently with the different person. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> It was really strange Can you have- and, and seems really naive, but it was just the way I just had never really thought about Can it. Can you have different orgasms with the same person? Oh, this yeah. is, we've done this. Yeah, of course. Definitely. This is what you're about to experience, Christy. Oh, well, yeah, I've got my homework set out for me tonight. Okay, we um, Lowell's got to get to a photo shoot, so we've Sorry. got to get on to my my gem. And it is funny that you are at the photo shoot, and we were talking about uh, like wardrobe and clothes and all that kind of stuff. Because somebody said to me the other day, um, I can't believe how different you dress every day. And I said, Well, what do you mean? And they said, I just, you know, there isn't kind of you're not a, really a one trick pony 
with your outfits. Like I, you know how some people kind of like to wear, I don't know, lace and pastel colors or neutral colors and that suits them or blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought about it. And I suppose then as I was thinking about it, I was like, well, this is kind of an interesting thing to talk about on the show as to how you decide what you wear every day. And for me, it's one of those things that's definitely mood related. So I wake up and kind of want to be this girl and I love fashion and I love experimenting. It's not all about everything that you see in shop till you drop that, you know, that season. I love op shops and I love finding all bits and pieces. But is, do you think, I think it, obviously not all girls like that. It's a generalization. But how do you guys go about choosing what you wear every day? And, and what's your process with, with your wardrobe, like your daily kind of uniform? What's your what's your take, Lola, especially because you're on the set now and you mentioned at the beginning when we just started recording, you said um, you need to be you. Like, you, have yeah, you got is that a, like a certain a style? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I used to be a style. So I used to be a fashion style. Oh, wow. I got into health. <laughs> really? So That's I, awesome. Yeah, I was DJ by night, fashion style, and makeup artist by day. But um, <laughs> so I love it. I've got a huge passion for it. That said, I'm sitting here talking to you in Connie's. Lululemon leggings, a farmer shirt, a, a vest and a beanie. Like I am so not dressed like Glamazon at all. But of course, being a, a female, I think, well, not necessarily just female, but like there's something really awesome about feeling like you've got this really awesome look going on. And I will sometimes like, you know, when you can't sleep at night, I'll like dream up looks that I want to create. Um <laughs> But as far as, like, your style, for me, it depends on, like, where my body's at at that time because I've got a really interesting body where my arms and legs are pretty tiny. But then I can have a really big bust at certain times of the month and things like that. So Oh, my I boobs will... inflate at that time. At the moment, they're just – I was like, fuck, they're oh, bigger. Same. It's so crazy, isn't it? And I was like, man, we've got to go up a size because my boobs are too big. Like, <laughs> I think um, – I think as a woman, you want to feel hot. You want to feel sexy. You want to love the way that you look. And it's all in the confidence. And you've got to wear clothes to make you feel confident. So my advice to your listeners would be like, forget being fitting into a specific style or wearing what Nicole Richie wears or wearing what the Kardashians mm. wear and think more about what makes you feel hot and forget the bloody... Um, the size tags, just like yeah. put on what looks got on your body. I just tried on literally sizes for a shoot I'm doing in sizes sixes all the way up to I think it was one um, awesome top that I loved. And she's like, I accidentally got the large in that. And I was like, I love it. Let's go with it. You know what I mean? I, I, it's I think- such bullshit. I, it's so annoying that because you think you're a certain size and then it changes like depend so dependent on the piece and so dependent on where you buy it. It is totally. it is annoying, like, and it is tricky for people. And I know that that it is so much of, of what you just said. Don't worry about. It's like when you get on the scales. Don't worry about what the number says. It's about how you feel, and don't worry about what the tag says. How does it fit, and how do you Christy, feel in it? Christy, you have a bit of a style, though. Like you, I think you go to a similar type of look for most of the stuff, like in, in rotation. But I feel like you've got kind of a look that you feel confident oh in. Oh my that's god, quite clear. do I ever? It's so like, funny when we do photo shoots or whatever. Christy's like, ah, uh, there's like probably one thing on there that I like. When you, when you, <laughs> when both uh, Stace, you and Lola just said, yeah, you know, I change it up or, you know, depending on my mood. <laughs> I am so not that girl. I'm actually the complete opposite. I'm so predictable in what I wear. And it's, I've got a very specific style that, uh, that, that I would wear, I you know, whether it's a weekend or work. There's something empowering about knowing that though, too. Like knowing what works for you and know, you know, it doesn't have to be ever changing. Like my bestie, I think she's She's got such a style that she's had, you know, for a long time. And you just, you look at something and you go, oh my God, that's so with this But people say top. that to me all the time. They go, oh, I saw this. And, and, you know, that's such a Christy thing to wear. And often it is. And I've even had people at work go, can you tone it down on the stripes? Because there's just <laughs> something I'm drawn to, whether it's black and white, and stripes, red mate. and white, leather jacket. I've got a, an obsession with leather jackets and an obsession with stripes and an obsession with high neck things. So if there's any of the three, that's essentially my entire wardrobe. And it's so funny. You don't realize it until you're packing a suitcase sometimes. Stace, when I was visiting you down in Melbourne and we were doing Think Your Stuff last weekend, I literally laid out my clothes on the ground and they were all the same clothes, just slight variations. (laughs) They were all the same thing. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I wonder what everybody else is, if it's kind of a daily thing. I was interested in that, but I do think there's probably two types 
of chicks, like ones that kind of go with the flow and are moody and in terms of not moody, but in terms of follow their mood. And then there's old uniform Sams like you. But I don't I think, think I don't think you've got to mix it up. You've got to mix it up. Well, I don't think uniform means that you're sticking to the norm either. Like I think sometimes there's just chicks that like yourself and, and my mate that just know what works. And then if that, that makes you feel confident, then that's the winner. There's a really cool quote and they say that you wear 20% of your wardrobe 80% of the time for mm-hmm. most people. So that oh, makes so sense. So then, then if you're going to do that, that's fine. Just accessorise differently or change your shoes or change your bag or wear a different rings. That does feel like even a different nail colour feels like mm. kind of mixing up a bit. Do you think it's important to kind of have a bit of a, like something newish or, or feeling like there's something that's not the same as what you wore last week, Lola? No, I mean, I think all that's important is that you feel good. And yeah, you yeah. love love the way that you that you feel on the inside and the outside. So mm. you know if that means getting a massage or getting a facial or tinning your eyelashes, like that if that feels good for you, do it because ultimately life is too short not to live the way that you want to live. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. You're looking for some more. Well, clearly they're sticking around for something. <laughs> well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What do we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast. We've got, <laughs> what else have we got? Cool we've girl got... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 